Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor at the Altamont Enterprise, here with publisher Marcello Yaya, and in the background, photographer Michael Kopp, counting out the money for making the rounds of delivery, another twice-around-the-clock night, but we have a lovely, special Thanksgiving paper for you. And leading off the front page is a beautiful work of art that I think has never been published before, according to Ed Cowley Jr., who gave us this this summer, and we've saved it until now to have as our Christmas gift to you. Charles Birchfield, the artist from Western New York, was interviewed by the late Ed Cowley, and we have his artwork and his thoughts in our special section. Coming to that soon. Lead story is by Sean Mulcairn, and it is a piece looking at two local legislators, Pat Fahey, Assemblywoman, and State Senator George Amador, who have together drafted a bill in response to the big change in equalization rate in Gilderland that caused some pretty hefty tax hikes. In Bern, a suit has been filed by the Republicans there, and Monday, H. Rose Schneider will be downtown in Albany County Court to let our readers know what happens. It could shift the power Republican versus Democrat on the town board. Coach Barron, 10-year Voorheesville Varsity Girls basketball coach, has resigned. We started hearing concerns a couple weeks ago, and he did not return calls. <laughs> but we have covered what the school board has to say about it, and the superintendent, Brian Hunt, and the new coach is looking ahead to a good year. The editorial this week is a look at some water woes that many municipalities, including those in our area, are facing and stresses the importance to have long-term plans and budgets to deal with aging infrastructure. With a pat on the back to Gilderland that did just that and has gotten a grant and has its own funds already set aside for improvements, which we wrote about last month. And then a further look at... Um, concerns that have been raised by the New York State Comptroller in light of cutbacks from the Federal Administration on the Environmental Protection Agency and what New York should do to protect its very valuable water sources. Our lead letter by Barry Unitsky is chiding the Gilderland School Board for appointing someone to fill a vacancy who was ousted by the public. The Old Man in the Mountain, as always, offers some welcome comic relief. This time they're looking at driving diversions, winter tires, two quiet cars, and blinding lights. A thank you from James Plummer of Troop 50 in Gilderland for the outstanding response to the food drive. <laughs> A very witty response from Linda Carmen up in Knox to our own Frank Paul Mary, who wrote in last week's paper about senior moments. And the Caregiver's Corner, Linda Miller, is writing about 
how we should be thankful in this season of thanks for the caregivers, often unsung heroes and heroines. More from Rose on the upcoming suit, which will be heard Monday. Here we have Randy Bashwinger, the GOP chairman in Bern, talking with a familiar face in Bern, Thomas Fargo, who was once the Bern judge, unlikely for a Republican to have gotten elected in that town in the early 2000s, and was later brought up on ethics charges and jailed. Counting the votes is a Mr. Wilsey, Joel Wilsey, who, if the two votes are opened and they're in his favor, as he thinks they would be, would win a seat on the board and would maintain the longtime Democrat majority on the board. Elizabeth Floyd Mayer, true to form, has followed up on stories that most people forget after the fire is over, and she's looked at what has happened to this homeowner, Judy Eels, who lost her Van Wee Terrace home to fire, and the rubble remains. Her husband scavenges through it every day. Just what it's like to recover from a fire, and a particular irony, because Judy volunteers to help in disasters, and, and now sees how it feels and they're planning a lovely new home in the Adirondacks and then she also followed up on a business the Nirvana restaurant in Gilderland a very very popular eating spot has reopened after its fire in September Turning the page, we have Rose looking at what Dottie Virch, the planning board chairman there, called Solar City. Westerlo is kind of a hotbed, so to speak, for solar developers. And two new ones are planned with hearings on Tuesday. And Rose has detailed those. These lovely views of the Catskills would be part of the backdrop for where the solar arrays would go. Rose has also looked at her proposal um, by Dennis Palo to bring an ROTC, a junior ROTC program to burn Knox Westerlo. The cost would be $66,000 until it got some uh, federal funding. And the board is waiting to hear from parents, students, and community members about the proposal. These pictures were taken by Marcello Yaya in 2015 when nine young men were in the graduating class, which is about a third of the young men in that class, were headed for military service. And those in the audience at that graduation who had served and were veterans were asked to stand. And you can see the large number of veterans in Bern. This is a story by Elizabeth about the town budget in Gilderland, $34 million, no tax hike. And an interesting highlight is $300,000 will be for a new dispatch system related to the towers, which we wrote a lot about over this year. And the court case was lost by the Rensselaerville group that had wanted to cite the tower, follow due process, and not cite the tower in a scenic vista. But here it is being built. It's now completed, as is the tower in Bern. And this is a look at the microwave network system on which the communication system works. Elizabeth also wrote about the little cobblestone school in Gilderland Center. It's owned by the school district, which may want to 
um, divest itself of that and they're looking for the school board to decide early um, because it will affect the budget. New fur floors are in place, new soffits are in place, and you can read all about it. More on Coach Barron. This is a picture of him coaching his girls. He had a very successful, um, he came in and, and turned around a team into a winning team. And the athletic director, Joe Sapienza, has um, considered his resignation a loss for the program. More on the Fahey and Amador proposal on the state set equalization rates. And lots going on this holiday weekend, including the last weekend that people can visit the USS Slater. Turning the page, the business corner we see in um, Voorheesville that their Atlas Copco, all the employees stood for this picture by Mike with what they had gathered. And here's Santa's sleigh in the form of a pickup truck taking it to the food pantry in, for New Scotland, which is located in St. Matthew's Church. A new cardiologist, Neil Yeager, at um, Albany Medical Center. Help with heat, which people should pay attention to if they need it, and apply. The money is there for you. New software for the Gilderland Chamber of Commerce. And here the president of the chamber looks over it with Mark Grimm, the legislator who secured the grant. And here we have our special section, which I'm so proud of. This is a wonderful Painting Arctic Owl and Winter Moon by Charles Birchfield that just lifts your spirit to look at it. And we turn the page to find one of the most, the most touching piece of writing in the paper this week. Rose has written a personal column about what it was like to buy gifts for the Helltown Community Resource Center's Adopted Child Program. I financed the purchases, but Rose did all the work of shopping and writes in just a very poignant way um, about it, and we urge you to read that. We are thrilled to welcome back Joan, John Rowan as our Capital Angler columnist, and he's starting off by showing some of his own equipments, which would make good gifts for holiday purchases, and he's got some really interesting ideas written in a fun style. I wrote a story about Christmas Land, which is new, second year here in Altamont on Furbick Road, and Pamela Tambasco shared with me how she and her friends watched a Hallmark movie that made them decide they should rekindle what they see as the spirit of Christmas. And it's open for several weekends starting this Saturday with a blessing by Father Larch. Lots going on in the holiday calendar, including wreath making. And Christmas cards are surprisingly not out of fashion. And our Sean Mulcairn has written about several local people that make and send cards, including, this is just a lovely picture of Henry Webster helping his mother Susan stamp some cards. And that's her beautiful workshop. And then this is our cover piece column written by the late Ed Cowley about his visits with Charles Birchfield and some wonderful Christmas scenes, the tree by the fireplace, bringing in the tree, and Christmas Eve, where if you look carefully in the windows, you can see the lit trees. Just a lovely, lovely piece. And then the back page of our section has many holiday happenings. 
the Minders Frederick House will have its annual green show, and there they are, decked out. The Altamont Victorian Holiday will be in full swing on December 10th. One of the houses on the historic tour includes the Hiram Griggs home, which is beautifully restored, home of Altamont's first mayor. And the evening will conclude with the arrival of Santa Claus by train right next to the library in the heart of the village. Starting this weekend, and the hours are here, there is a marvelous rummage sale that's free and open to the public up in Modern Woodman's Hall in Westerlo, and it's run by the Hilltowns Community Resource Center, and Alice Spinelli was organizing the clothes for that sale. And the Grand Rehabilitation and Nursing Kilderland Center facility is, <laughs> staff members are holding turkeys, which are being donated to the Gilderland Food Pantry, and residents there are making Christmas cards and sharing toys and shoeboxes to go to kids around the world. In the Helderbergs, Madeline Bratt is keeping us informed of what's going on there, including a county representative that will help the elderly in Bern. New Scotland has its wonderful yellow bus trips, tons of great activities planned, which Sue Kidder reports on. And we always love to run a wedding and wish continued happiness to Lisa and David Donnelly. The libraries are filled with activities. <laughs> we have a great picture here from Judy Petrosillo up in Bern, who manages the library there. And she writes that these children during story time are looking for the turkey that lost its feathers. Turning the page, we have an obituary on a remarkable man, Clayton Edward Anderson, who was both a teacher and a missionary. The Baptists are holding a Thanksgiving Eve service. We have more senior news here from Gilderland, many activities happening. A shot from Deck the Halls showing the star of the show, Ms. Halls, who was played by Bree Estipa. And some of the students at BOCES are demonstrating goods that are being donated to those in needs. And finally, we have a glass blower who's one of 24 artisans at the annual Putney Craft Tour, which is this upcoming Thanksgiving weekend. And once we get past our legal advertising, we have sports news. And the birds, finally, after a season with just one defeat, did not make it to be state champs, but they're third in the state, and they fought hard all the way. We commend them. Wonderful pictures again by Michael Koch. And we conclude with Gilderville's best athletes from both Gilderland and Voorheesville who competed with grace and strength at the state competition. Mike's captured them as well. We say congratulations and happy Thanksgiving.